the fire, merry meet, dare to more than dabble. All are welcome at our hearth for a little bonfire babble. Bonfire babble. Welcome to the bonfire. Exploring magic with two modern witches. I'm Corey. And I'm Detta. Hi, everybody. Hello, We're everybody. With a really fun topic. I'm so excited about this one. Pretty excited about it. Yeah, I'm a big fan. Moon phases. We're talking about the moon. So if you have selenophobia, this might not be the episode for you. <laughs> and why am I bringing that up? Corey knew what it was, but I did not. I just learned that term this weekend because I found out that somebody I know has it. And yeah, and she shared a little bit about it. And I was like, I did not know that existed, like at all. I'm just, here's the thing is I've never heard the word selenophobia before. Oh, but you knew but Selena. And phobia. Yeah. And words are my life. Words are like my whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh yeah, selenophobia, sure. Yeah. Because Selena was the goddess and the personification of the moon in Greece. And... I also didn't know that until a couple of months ago. Corey and I were just chatting. I said, we should turn on the microphone <laughs> so that because I do not know everything. What? I want to, but I don't. And I I did study Greek mythology and I studied it in college nonetheless. But somehow this particular goddess just escaped me. And you mentioned it. Probably in silver when I was talking about silver. Yeah. You said that. And I was like, who is it? I, uh. Yeah. Fun fact, mm -hmm. and something that I'm noticing because we have very fun, cool listeners who will say, ha ha, Corey said this funny thing. I don't remember the things I've said. Are you serious? Huff my fart? You didn't remember that? Well, huff my farts is something that they say on my brother, my brother and me all the time. Oh. And so it's just become a part of my lexicon at this point. But like people will quote me to me and I'm like, when did I, did I say that? Good job, me, I guess. <laughs> That's awesome. I guess I'm hilarious. Um, but yeah. Wow. No, I remembered that even. Oh, that's good. That one. Yeah. Yeah. Huff My Farts is a very funny, very funny <laughs> sentence that I've stolen. <laughs> I really need to listen to them. They're fun. Start at like episode 250. Okay. You'd said that before. Yeah. And I keep saying I'm going to listen. I just don't have a lot of time that I'm not. They're so fun to have on in the background. Do you have any fun stuff to talk about before we get going? Well, I hope so. Oh. We're going to see if it's fun or not. Oh, okay. We're going to glimpse into 1985 Detta. Okay. And 1985 Detta was a sophomore in high school. I was and still dead. I kept... <laughs> you were. You had not been reincarnated yeah. yet for another... Three years. Three years. Wow. Wow. You said 1985? Yeah. Yeah. I was born in 1988. Yeah. My daughter was born in 1987. I'll let you do the math. So... I found my journal because I cannot find my original Book of Shadows, which I've used on the show before, and I have it everywhere. We're doing this big move in the house. If you haven't heard yet that we're doing this big move within our house, and I know it's in a box somewhere, but I did freak out a little bit today, and I just kept saying, but it's I around. never take it out of the house, but I went through boxes and boxes and boxes looking for it, boxes that are coming down to another space, and instead, I found... So many of my old journals and Book of Shadows. I don't know what was going on in 2015, but I kept meticulous records of every single magical thing I did. Wow. I have three Book of Shadows for that year. 
and it was totally fun to go through it. I got really distracted today. But way before I was a witch, when I had already started having prophetic dreams and had just gotten out of churchy stuff, because that happened in ninth grade, the year before I was like, mm, I'm, I'm done with this. I opened up my journal that I kept during one of my first shows, and I literally have everybody in the cast, their name and their birth date and their sign. Huh. Every, almost every single person. Darlisa, who I still know, I don't have yours. I'm going to have to reach out to you. <laughs> and I, yeah. You didn't escape it, Darlisa. Uh, yeah, I'm going to find you. But uh, David Ellis, if you're listening, I have yours. And I just missed your birthday. I'm so sorry. That is so funny. Isn't that? And I was just like, what the hell? My two very best friends, though, are not written down in here. Although I do remember their birthdays and every year and best friends from high school. Yeah. So there's that. That was already going on. Fascinating. Uh-huh. And then the next thing I have that I just, I just have to share with you is a little bit of um, political data that started way back then. I know we're all shocked. Dada is so much braver than me, by the way. Oh. You, with a gun to my head, I would not read from my old journals to anyone, even to myself. No amount of money in the world could get me to do what Dad is about to do. These are poems. Oh, These are poems. Even, <laughs> even more, I wouldn't be able to do that. I've been working on trying to write poetry, poetry that rhymes, obviously, for a very, very long time. It, on March 6th of 1985, mm. a wall of white entraps us here. Hell is life, some call fear. A struggle of hate for pride, no less. Help is always late. Life is put to rest. So here I am, expected to live, and if I ran, death they would give. I was very dramatic. So well, I mean, 1985, <laughs> mm -hmm. Reagan. Mm -hmm. Fuck that guy. Yeah. First of all, he's literally the devil. But yeah. Uh, I can understand why you were having those feelings in yeah. the Reagan 80s. Yeah, and my brothers were, you know, in danger. Yeah. Uh, so that was the white reference. It actually wasn't. I, We in Auburn, Washington, we had a ton of people who were Asian and white and Native American or indigenous. Native American then, call them indigenous now. But I don't remember one, not one black person in my high school. Yeah. And we were a high school of 1500. That sounds correct for the yeah. time. And I'm sure there was, but I did not run into them. And so we were diverse in our own way, but no black people. So this was about my brothers and about what was going on and about uh, the fact that one of my brothers was gay and I was terrified of him getting AIDS and Reagan was a dick. Reagan, uh, mm. on purpose and then laughed about oh, it, yeah. killed millions of people. Oh, just yeah. so everyone knows. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just in case you didn't. <laughs> now you do. Now you do. Okay, and I'm going to share one more and then okay. we'll be done, everybody. This was written the day before. Oh, so March 5th. Yeah, uh, March 5th, 1985. For my crush. Oh, shit. Who I'm also still in touch with. And he is going to find this so funny. And he listens to the podcast. Oh, God. And he knows who he is. But I'm still going to reach out to him. All right, here we go, everybody. The eyes are blue. The soul is deep. So deep, I think it's buried forever. 
the hair so soft, not like the heart that was cursed with the first sever. She's hiding her face, everybody. His smell so fresh, like morning dew, but rotten night air lingers. Skin so hot, you think you'll burn, but his words are crisp and bitter. Maybe he'll never want you. Maybe there will be another. But if this is true, you'll have no clue, for the heart will not the mind cover. So he'll dig to repair if he'll let you work on what seems to be an old wound. But once you're there, you may find out it's already been healed by another. So, so yes, yes, that, thank you, thank you. <sighs> Drag your cigarettes out, put your berets on. <laughs> it, the thing is, is that I could never, I could never. The part of me that cringes is yeah. very small yeah. these days. Like, I I am a big, big proponent of, like, like what you like and don't be ashamed mm-hmm. of any of it. Past Corey? Holy shit. <laughs> oh, my God. I love past Corey. I knew past Corey. Okay. Jun- did you know junior high, high school Corey? No, no, I didn't. So she's a mess. <laughs> And I, I applaud you deeply. <laughs> oh, it's going to get worse because I'm going to share on Patreon a lot of my witchy stuff sure. from my old, old things. And there's some poetry in there that's also literally. It's not the poetry part even. <laughs> it's that it was for a crush. Oh, yeah. Oh, and here's the end of that story. Mm-hmm. I had a crush on three boys in high school before I ended up with a guy who became the father of my child. And yeah. I, I left him when I realized I was gay. <laughs> So, yeah, all three of my crushes Mm -hmm. are gay. Two of them I'm still in touch with. One of them I have no idea who, where he is or anything like that. We were all theater kids. They were all seniors and I was a sophomore. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. It's just so so wild looking back. So I really want to encourage everybody. There really is a point to this. Please keep journals. And it was fun looking back and and some of the same themes came up and looking back also at what's been healed and where I've moved on and how early magic was in my life, even though I even though I didn't call myself a witch. Hmm. Yeah. So that was totally fun. So there you go. I love that. Sometimes uh, when I would move, because I used to move like every year, Mm -hmm. I would go through some old journals and be like, Jesus wept. (laughs) Hori. Shut the front door. Hachi machi, like, oof, just yeah. so oof. Yeah. Well, yes. yeah. I have okay. a therapy update. <gasps> Please. I am getting my labs drawn tomorrow so that they can make sure that there's, you know, chemically they're going to see what's going on. But my doctor is like, hey, you know what? After an assessment I had this week, she's like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to put you on a really low dose of Adderall. And we're going to see if that helps some of the stuff you're talking to me about. And if it does, we'll be able to more securely pinpoint a diagnosis for you, my dude. Wow. And I was like, thank you. So I'm very excited. I'm also very excited because the process once now that it, now that it's got gotten going with my particular doctor, who I love. I know. Never leave her. She gives she- me like um, retired lesbian soccer player vibes. I like it. I love her. And this is my PCP, not my therapist, but I love my therapist too. She's great. She like, once we got going, she was like, here are solutions that we can try. She's very solution oriented. And I 
love that because I do too. so often in medicine women are told to like they're like overstating or misrepresenting symptoms or pain or whatever to have a doctor who's like so non-judgmental and so helpful and so solution driven to be like right away here are some things we can try and it's like yes so i'm excited to try adderall and see what that does for my focus and my um like i'm having a hard time lately staying on one thing for more than like four minutes yeah it's really hard yeah and so she's like here are some things we're gonna try i don't think you have bipolar and i don't think you're manic depressive even though some of your symptoms could be in both of those boxes i don't think that's the case so we're gonna go ahead and try you out on this and we'll see what happens and based on things you've told me i have a feeling (laughs) this is going to be a successful experiment so yeah pretty excited also (laughs) i just have a funny anecdote I used to smoke cigarettes regularly. Don't. Wow. Don't. Don't do it. Don't Don't do it. But I did. A smoker never quits. It's very difficult all the time, forever. So I, uh, (laughs) we were talking about it and she was like, what did you like about it? (laughs) Without thinking, I just went, the nicotine, Allison. (laughs) Like, (laughs) what do you think? (laughs) What do you think I liked about it? And she said, that's fascinating because there's been a lot of research recently about how ADHD and other neurotypicalities are helped immensely by nicotine. Really? Mm-hmm. Because it's a stimulant. And mm-hmm. so when I would smoke, I would feel calm. I would feel focused. The part of me that grew up in the early 90s felt very cool. Mm. It was just really funny. <laughs> Because she was like, what did you like? And I was like, what the fuck do you think? Oh, my God. Anyway, your girl's going to get some blood drawn tomorrow and hopefully get to try some tasty brain meds. Are they going to allow you to have marijuana in your system? She said that she knows. And so she's like, uh, she's like, I won't be surprised if I see those things. I was like, I'll, I'll try not to smoke a weekend. And then because I don't really do it very often. Mm-hmm. It's like a three or four times a week, maybe. And so I was like, I just won't smoke on the weekend. It'll be fine. She was like, okay. (laughs) She had to ask me all those questions about other drugs. And I was just like, I'm going to stop you right there. I don't even know where to get cocaine. (laughs) Like, I don't even know where to get Molly. I don't know where to get any of that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) She was like, okay, well, then I won't be surprised to not see it on your system. It's so, so my psychiatrist, when we went through this, was, had to ask me all those questions Mm -hmm. as well. I just had a feeling she didn't believe me oh no I, I did and she was great i loved her i don't have i don't get to see her anymore because she was in hawaii and oh, when sure. the covid restrictions lifted she wasn't allowed to practice here anymore uh, it, it came back and I, I also told her i said i take edibles every once in a while she goes oh that'll probably show up then nothing showed up because i don't take them very often like at all yeah and I came back and she said, I am not going to lie to you. I was really surprised. What? She goes, well, just the way you are in therapy sometimes. I'm like, you're on something. <laughs> oh, no. You Ooh. know me. Yeah. And the people listening, if the people listening know me, if you met me in person, you know me. If we're friends or whatever, you know that I am a deeply tactile human being. Mm. 
like I am a physically, it, I'm very easy with my physical affection. I mm-hmm. hug, I hold hands, I'm always like rubbing shoulders and playing with hair. And like, I'm just very physically affectionate to those who are cool with it. I don't push it on people. Can you imagine my silly ass on ecstasy? Can you imagine? <laughs> no. I've never done it, but can you no. imagine? No. It'd be a disaster, people. We don't need that. Hey, you want to talk about the moon? I so want to talk about the moon. Let's do it. Let's go to the library. Okay. You have a library. And I know for a fact you have one of my favorite websites on your library list. I have library stuff. Okay. First of all, resources for today. Two different Wikipedia articles, just for a couple of definitions and things. Moon dot nasa dot gov slash moon in motion slash moon phases oh yeah moonconnection.com this is just for laugh for like lols for okay. for the laughs because you and i went to western uh-huh when i searched moon phases mm-hmm. an article from some guy's blog that is through western washington university came up no way yes and i was like why <laughs> it's it was just a cute little <laughs> blog post it was like for the university's planetary department. Wow. And it's just about moon phases. It's basic information. Okay, I like it. <laughs> so, www.wwu.edu.govikings. Awesome. Uh, sagegoddess.com. Oh, I love Sage Goddess. I didn't know you had that one. The Hood, <laughs> the hoodwitch.com. I like them too. Oh my gosh. Glamourmagazine.co.uk. Which was actually a really cool article. Okay. Le- it was a little bit like, Start living your life this way mm-hmm. and it'll solve all your problems. But that was like mostly the headline, like grab you I'm stuff. Just, I'm just bitter. Ignore me. But <laughs> the rest of the article was actually pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, LearnReligions.com and CulinaryWitch.com. Oh, wow. And as always, what I've done is I've synthesized it all. Mm-hmm. Most of my library stuff is just from the more educational websites. Mm-hmm. The other stuff, mostly just reiterated things i already think and feel that i'll talk about at the bottom got it so definitions yeah lunar phase or moon phase is the shape of the moon's directly sunlit portion which can be expressed quantitatively using areas or angles or described qualitatively using the terminology that we all know as new moon waxing crescent first quarter waxing gibbous full moon waning gibbous last quarter and waning crescent I'm going to jump in here. Please. We had talked about this. So I also have in my book of shadows, the reason I was looking for it, and thank God it was also in a couple other ones. When I first started, I had disseminating and balsamic, which is disseminating is the waning crescent. Balsamic is the waxing crescent. And I also have dark moon, which we'd talked about before on the episode and how a lot of people are mushing those together. Mm. When I came into the bigger witch community, I was like, oh, maybe I've been doing it wrong or maybe something's changed. And then we found out, no, no, that was right. I've got that in all of my book of shadows. So I just wanted to pop those in there. The um, terminology we use is slightly different depending on where you are in the world. Yeah, Uh, I didn't know. Here's the thing is I've used the word gibbous yeah. a lot. I did not know what that word meant. So I looked at the definition, and it means convex or protuberant. Awesome. So now we know. 
some fun facts about the moon phases. The new moon appears highest on the summer solstice and lowest on the winter solstice. Love it. A first quarter appears highest on the spring equinox and lowest on the autumn equinox. A full moon appears highest on the winter solstice Mm. and lowest on the summer solstice. And a last quarter appears highest on the autumn equinox and lowest on the spring equinox. And I I think that's neat. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's straight from Wikipedia. I love that. That is so cool. Another fun fact. The dark side of the moon is often uh, dimly illuminated by indirect sunlight. Mm -hmm. So because of the way that the Earth and the moon rotate, the sun is kind of always shining at the moon, but the Earth gets in the way. So that's why we have the sunlit areas that are our phases. But when the sun is sort of dimly illuminating the rest of it, that's called Earth shine. And it's because of the reflection of the sun bouncing off of us at the moon. I love that. Earth shine is the coolest thing in the world. And sometimes it has been described as, quote, the old moon in the new moon's arms or the new moon in the old moon's arms, which I love. I love that. Fun fact, there is a Wikipedia article just about moon magic. It's very short. (laughs) It's very small, but it's there. And that's where I got this fun little tidbit, which is that witches in Greek and Roman literature, particularly those from the region of Thessaly, were regularly accused of, quote, drawing on the moon Mm -hmm. in order to get power for spells, which I think is neat because I do that. And there's a whole book about that. Yes, there is. The NASA website, moon.nasa.gov, please go check it out because A, it's informative and those websites need traffic. They need traffic. I love NASA. I love NASA. They are the reason that I got to see Jupiter's, which I tried to take a picture of, but I'm still not able to make that work through my telescope. Which, by the way, we're recording right now on October 9th, 9th, which is the full moon. And last night, I never see stars or planets or anything like that when there's a full moon. And I looked outside and there was this bright, bright, bright little thing. And it was Jupiter. Cool. It's so bright still. So it'll be higher by then. It's the closest it's been in like hundreds of years or whatever like that. Or the closest it's going to be. And NASA told me. (laughs) Thanks, NASA. (laughs) Thanks, NASA. But they have on this website, they have this particular page of the website. They have some really cute little like exercises and activities Mm. and journaling prompts and all kinds of cool stuff about the moon and how to understand it better wow so from a cosmic standpoint that's what moon phases are moon Mm. phases are the sun hitting the moon at a certain intensity at a certain degree as we rotate all around the earth and there was a lot of really great stuff about like well why isn't there an eclipse every month and why isn't there you know this every month and it's because of the wobble the wobble and the speed of everything and Please go to nasa.com, .gov, nasa.gov. It's the best thing. That's so cool. I love that. By the way, everybody, uh, if you're hearing cat activity, they're kind of freaked out right now. Ginger is on my lap, which has never happened. No, No. they're like, "Um, what's going on? Why are you down here and not upstairs? And are you going to leave me? Or like, 
Thank you for the kisses. Corey is officially part of the family. I'm in heaven. I love all these cats. <laughs> sorry about that, or not sorry if you not like sorry it. If okay, you like cats. there you go. But well, it's probably cool. not your cat you're hearing yeah, meowing. Yeah, probably not. I'm wondering if my stuff about all those phases should happen out at the bonfire since it's witchy stuff. Let's get out there. Do you want to do that? Sure. There's cats around this fire. They love it. At least they're sitting outside of the fire and not trying to get in. They've okay. chosen me. <laughs> they have chosen I feel me. like I've been chosen. For years and years, I have known the stuff I'm about to read you about what kind of magic we do win in regards to what moon phase. Because I immediately went to Llewellyn when I became a witch, because that was the publisher of Scott Cunningham's books. There it is. Yeah. And I found their almanacs. And at the front of their almanacs, I think they still I have one of theirs around. They had all of the moon phases and the descriptions, every single almanac. They did that. They talked about what magic you did during those phases. And I was completely overwhelmed. <laughs> so I wrote it down in my book of shadows because writing it down helps me remember things. Writing it down is magic. Yep. It did help a little bit. I still refer sometimes. Some things are just automatic. Some things I do subconsciously now that I didn't before. And then, of course, there was color magic and the day of the week and the day of the week and the time of the week with the phase of the moon. So if you are not there yet, please do not beat yourself up. Take your time. Integrate one element and then go to the next one. But now I do do all that stuff. And as I was prepping for this, I was like, I'm going to have to keep that other stuff out of it. It will eventually become intuitive. I've also changed what I do now, probably because of what you're going to hear from Corey in a couple of minutes. And we'll talk about that. Let me tell you really quickly. I'll give you the new moon to the waxing gibbous. And then we'll talk to Corey. And then, and then I'll do full moon, full to, moon the... to the dark. Yeah. Okay. So for the new moon, it's the time just before the first light of the moon is auspicious for a new beginning. So you can kind of see that sliver. This is the time to cast spells, to start new things, refresh your altar or physical space and dream, plan or discover new desires and possibilities. This is from Amy Cesari's new color planner, which is so beautiful, which is a teeny bit different than the Llewellyn Almanac. Just a teeny bit, but I'm not going to read both of them. And I just love this. It's also a time, I'm saying this, to set new intentions. The waxing crescent is a great time to follow your curiosity to explore new things, begin activities to transform yourself and grow. What I do on the waxing crescent is make sure to reinforce what I have set on the new moon, what intentions. First quarter a beautiful moon to take action, draw in lunar power, and cast spells to increase whatever you desire more of in your life. Because the moon is waxing. It is growing. That's a great time to do that. Also, the new moon, sorry to go back for just a second, is a great time to actually plant real seeds when it's time to plant seeds. Waxing gibbous. The nearly full moon is a powerful thing to look closely at your plans for the moon phase and refine them. That means like, make sure your words are correct. You've chosen words you really want to use when you're doing your spell casting. 
Cast spells for personal power, strength, and tenacity. Keep going. You've got this. That's from (laughs) Amy. Uh, By the way, her book is gorgeous. The moon and working with her phases is like super intuitive. Mm -hmm. If she is growing, that's the kind of work I do. If she is shrinking, that's the kind of work I do. When there is an eclipse or an unusual event or a particularly special full moon, I do that kind of magic. And I try to tap into like what she wants from me. I listen to the moon a lot. I talk to the moon a lot. But I I sort of work with deity and the moon, especially around especially around specific unusual events, like eclipses and stuff. Because if I meditate on that and I'm like, okay, what am what is the work I'm supposed to be doing right now? That is the work I will do. Yeah. When I get told what, what work is what work it is to do. I am notoriously bad at keeping track of where the moon is and it is not unusual for me to be driving home and go like oh my god she's full oh shit oh oh shit <laughs> because ah, that meme that goes around every full moon yeah oh, shit it's a full oh, moon shit. Ah, no ah beans yeah i'm just very much a she's getting bigger so that's the kind of thing i want to mm-hmm. do now if i am being very specific about a spell that needs to be very powerful when it's released I started on the new moon. I start it when it's dark. And every night I add to the spell energetically. Sometimes I add components at certain points because the energy of the moon is growing. Mm-hmm. And then when the moon is full and big and juicy, then I release that energy because then it will be illuminated by the moon on its way to where it needs to go. Mm-hmm. The big power of the moon is there with it. I've spent all of that 15 days or whatever, like, putting my own energy and intention into it. But I don't always do work that lasts that long to like do a banishing or a like stop this habit or I want to get rid of this. I started on the full moon and I put all my love and intention into the thing I want to get rid of as a way of saying you were helpful once. Thank you. You are no longer necessary. And then every day until the new moon i will take away its power just a little bit every day i am a wham bam thank you ma'am when it comes to my magic i don't do a lot of stuff that requires days of attention but when i do that's how i use the moon Mm -hmm. and that would be the way to use it this all started intuitively (laughs) yeah yeah exactly yeah when i first started working with the moon i was still menstruating i was having my period and i was so regular. I literally was every single full moon. They misdiagnosed me for a long time so that my fibroids got so huge because they were like, no, it can't be fibroids. We're not going to do an ultrasound because, oh yeah, because you're still having your period regularly. I mean, you're regular. You're ever, you wouldn't be regular. And I had the most painful periods. That's fibroids, baby. Yeah. I also, and I'm using this word correctly. I was crazy before the first uh, for three days before my period. And so family knew eventually we just said, you know what? You just need to stay away from me. Now I'd probably go, oh, hormones. Mm -hmm. I would have gotten treatment. I have one teeny tiny fibroid, which really freaked me out Mm. because my family, it's very, um, Mm -hmm. my my family has a lot of history of that. So in my family, there's a history of ovarian cysts and of uterine fibroids. Yep. Guess who has one of each? 
Oh. Now, the cyst is subcentimeter. They don't expect it to grow. It's not a big deal. It's one of those ones that's just like, whatever. The fibroid, though, my doctor was like, that's probably why you're experiencing all of the symptoms you yeah. told me. And similar to Detta, the two days before and the first day, get the fuck away from me. Oh, yeah. Don't I was talk a- to me. Don't look at me. Don't. Don't. You couldn't say anything. No. Yeah. I, it, I'm it was a monster. Awful. It was awful. And, and my daughter was like, thanks for passing that on to me, Mom. Yeah. yeah. And she now has that under control because we knew about because it. Because we know. Yeah. And the other thing that happened was because of that, because they misdiagnosed, and I'm getting back to magic, I swear, because I'm going to tell you why I brought this up. They, I had to have a hysterectomy. They were so huge by the time they finally diagnosed them. I was 35 years old, 34, 35. I was young. And they took everything because they were everywhere, yeah. including into my colon. So, Do you know how angry I am yeah, for you right yeah, now that yeah. your doctor wouldn't even prescribe? Oh. My doctor immediately was like, we're going to schedule you for this because yeah. it's in your family. And I was like, oh, great. Okay. Yeah. I'm so angry. It, it was infuriating. When that went away, I had to really start to keep track of the moons. Yeah. Because I, I just had felt it in my body for so long that I was like, even before I started writing stuff down, which now I have written stuff down, and I refound all that stuff, I, I just, like you said, you feel it. You feel it. And that doesn't mean you have to have a womb to feel it, everybody. Nope. <laughs> because I did learn to feel it again <laughs> after looking at stuff. And, and men and non-binary. It also doesn't mean that if you have a womb, you will have yeah. that feeling. No, exactly. Yes. But for me, mm-hmm. it was hugely important. I hadn't started really doing blood magic yet. But I saved the last couple yeah. of my menstruation cycle when it, because when I knew I was having everything out. And th- it, that's some powerful shit, y'all. You don't need a lot and it doesn't hurt to have it. You don't I've used it exactly it. once. Really? Exactly one time. Wow. Yeah. I want to ask, but I'm not going to. <laughs> no. I'm getting ready to use a little bit of mine. Yeah. And if you listen to Connellwin's episode, you'll know why. You'll probably understand why. Yeah. I have a big life event coming up in about a week and a half, about a week, a week and a day. Wow. Uh, so I'm probably going to dip into that particular store. That's very cool. That's very cool. So anyway, that's, that's my magical bent on that is if yeah. you do have uh, a womb and you are still menstruating and you want to try blood magic ever, you don't need a lot. Yep. And it, you don't have to hurt yourself to nope. do it. Ethically sourced. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Yes, you yeah. have ethically sourced it. A lot of people do do blood magic and prick themselves and stuff like that and just treat it as if you were, you know, diabetic. Clean it before you prick yourself. Before and after. After you prick yourself. And Bandage. Yeah, yeah. And just keep yourself safe and don't get an infection and don't share blood with other people. No spell is yeah. worth sepsis. Nope. Nope. There are lots of other bodily fluids you can use. Ew. Yeah. But if you want to, <laughs> then yeah. Yeah. That's that's the only reason I brought it up. I hope you made it through that. There will be if, a content warning. <laughs> if you look up moon magic, you're going to see talk about menstruation a lot. Yeah. That's just a thing you're going to see. Yeah. And it's not a dirty thing or a yucky thing or a shameful thing. I just want to say that now. Oh, gosh, no. Well, there's a lot of cultural stuff around menstruation. And I just want everybody to know that I said it's okay to talk about it 
In fact, I love to talk about it. People don't love that I love to talk about it, but I love to talk about it. It's not a shameful thing or a dirty thing or a bad thing. It is a body thing. And bodies are neutral. And bodies are awesome. Bodies are awesome. They're also horror shows, but they are neutral and powerful and wonderful. I also really recommend if you want to explore some of this a little bit further in the history of menstruation and in an interesting way is the red tent read it don't watch it although i love the actors who are in it it's just not as good as the book okay i thought it would have been because it was a mini series but they they did weird stuff with it anyway the book is really really great (laughs) okay based in judaism and right as we're shifting from paganism to christianity so Moon spells. Some of these are not necessarily tied to a particular phase, but some of them are. So there's moon water. Last night, I just made a bunch of moon water. And what can you do with moon water? Well, like you can freeze them, use it as a freezing spell. You can put herbs in them and freeze them, which I love. And I have done. And I have to tell you, they work. And it totally work. If you're using water that is potable. Mm hmm. You can put them in like your teeth and stuff. And there's no reason, everyone, that water can't be. Because last night, I specifically know I'm going to drink this Aries moon water. I did what I do to my regular water to drink it. Of course, the jar is always clean anyway. But I'm going to be using it to ingest. If moon water makes you sick, don't drink it. But do label it because you shouldn't drink it after six months. There's that. You can scry. I like to do it on the full moon. I like to anoint some candles with it sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Wash my tools in it. There are, of course, manifestation and releasing is started at the new moon as it's growing and release it at the full moon. Or you can go a full cycle if you want to, because then you can release at the dark moon right before the new moon, right before it, which it is hard to find out on all these apps when the dark moon is specifically. At least for me. Do you I have, have an app? Moon. With it? Even time passages, which I love. I have an app called Phases of the Moon. Uh-huh. And it tells you the degree. It tells you the day. It tells you the time. And you can scroll forward and back. Yeah. Is that not Deluxe Moon? It's nope. Phases of the It's literally just called Phases I of the Moon. just want somebody to say Dark Moon. It's a widget. Okay. I need it. <laughs> well, I don't know if they call it a Dark Moon. Let me see. Because I love Deluxe Moon as well, but I keep looking for the Dark Moon and I don't think they say it. Nope, it goes straight to new moon. Yeah. But it yeah, tells you when it. it's it tells you when it's at one percent. Okay. Which is pretty cool. I'll, I'll look better. I bet Deluxe Moon has that as well. And I think Conowin said that the dark moon is considered dark at fifteen percent to the I think that's right. We should check in with her. We'll check in with her, y'all. And if you know, write to us. Yeah, or let us know. Go to Instagram when we put up this tile and answer on the tile. That'd be cool. Talk to us about your yeah. moon stuff. Yeah, I'd love that. We also, candle spells are great to do. Candle spells are great to do any. I just love candle spells. Yeah, same. Tea in kitchen, clearing and charging. So important. Hi, Luna. Speaking of moons. All the cats, all the cats, y'all are all coming in. What is going on? Is it because it's the full moon today? Is it because I'm so pretty and popular with cats? Yes, it's because she's perfect. So So what else do you have for for moon stuff and moon phases and working with them? Anything else? I love silver. This Mm -hmm. is not a mystery. This is not a secret or a surprise. My deity is a spends half of the time in the underworld. So moon stuff is wicked important for the work with her water is 
water and fire are my medium and I think that they both go really well with moon stuff. You wouldn't think fire, but like the reason we see the moon is because that big old ball of fire makes it so we can see the moon. Oh, yeah. And the moon rules, you know, water. Mm -hmm. So the tides. Hello. Our bodies. Our bodies. And (laughs) sorry, she's looking at me like I owe her something. Do you want up here? No. And I even fed them before. Yeah, right before. Anyway. Silver, I just, I work a lot with the moon in a very passive way. Yeah. For me, it's kind of hard to sometimes pinpoint like the stuff I do intentionally with the moon because she's just kind of always around. I don't know. I just love her. I am madly in love with the moon. Yeah. And I was beforehand. And I grew up with, my mom was a nurse. If anybody ever told her, oh, that's just folklore. That, no, the full moon makes people moons. weird. Oh, yeah. She worked the emergency My moon. mom she worked can the tell ER. you stories. Yeah. Yeah, she'll tell you. It's a thing. Also, medically speaking, I am not a doctor. Disclaimer here. Check <laughs> with your medical professionals. But always. a lot of them are starting to say this now. They can't always help it. But if you have a surgery that you can plan, planning it during the waning moon is better than the waxing moon. And try not to do it on the full moon. Yeah, and uh, there are a couple of nurses that are also witches who have started to come out and say, you need to really look at when you're scheduling Here are patterns that we see. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Isn't that fun? Full moon rituals, fire, cauldrons, gazing at the moon and meditating, singing and dancing, waning moon rituals, study and learn. A lot of people... Oh, I wanted to talk because you mentioned the eclipse. So a lot of people... God, I love that sound, though. (laughs) Like, I'm not even mad. If you all are hearing the purring, you're welcome. (laughs) Luna is like, oh, you're talking about the moon? So eclipse. A lot of people don't like to work with eclipse energy. And I do. I do. Oh, I do. Conowen doesn't because, or maybe she does. I don't remember. I wonder if it's because I'm an Aquarius and I just like that weird shit. I don't know. And a lot of times, I guess, if you were born near or around an eclipse, it works better for you. But some people, it backfires on. So you just have to be very careful Mm -hmm. and very specific with Mm -hmm. your words and your intentions. Write stuff down before you do it. Have it with you, even if you've memorized it. And make sure you don't throw it away so that if something goes wrong, you can undo it. So those are you know, about working with eclipse magic. But the other thing is, is that a lot of people don't like to work with the dark moon either. And that is a time for rest and rejuvenation. And you do have to find times to rest and replenish. But I love dark moon magic. I love it. Hmm. Love it, love it, love it. I'm a big fan of that super moon. Oh, yeah. The super moons or the blue moon. I love the (gasps) blue moon. I love the blue moons too. Yeah. Love them. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're like, here's a little extra. Like, thank you. <laughs> how many of you out there do not work with the moon because you don't want to? And how many of you do not work with the moon because you just don't think about it? Yeah, don't think about it. And how many of you totally work with the moon? And how many of you work with the moon, but, you know, aren't consistent because, you know, there's this thing called life and we're living <laughs> it <laughs> and we get busy, especially moms oh, and yeah. and and people who are not moms, d- moms, dads and people in their 30s are a lot different than people who are in their 50s. Yeah. Because they're at a different stage in their life. And they get a, it's a different type of busy. Dada and I are here to represent those different phases yes. for you. Yes. My life is slowing down a little bit and I'm staying 
inside a lot. Corey goes out a lot. I went out last night <laughs> and I'm paying for it now because I'm 34 years old and apparently a few drinks and dancing for a couple of hours is enough to completely put me out of commission. <laughs> And my wife, who's a little bit older than me, is like, you are too young to not go out with me. <laughs> but but the, you know, the pandemic just kind of got me into this. Like, yeah. I really like being home. And then I discovered because I I have obviously, as I read to you at the beginning, always been into astrology. But sun sign. I knew about the sun sign and nothing else until about three years ago. I mean, I knew about it, but I didn't really investigate it. I was like, eh, yeah, you know, whatever. And I looked at planets and planned planets and moon magic around it, but I didn't get into my own personal. Such, oh my gosh, y'all, my magic has changed so much since I've gotten into that. And one of the things is, is that my ascendant is uh, in Scorpio, my rising sign. And all this homebody stuff, I just was talking to two sun sign Scorpios and one of them is a sun sign and it's in her it's like oh yeah that's a Scorpio thing just stay home <laughs> just stay home I don't want to go out and there are so many things I just feel connected to a higher power when I am letting my body feel the tug or the absence of the moon mm-hmm. and my magic really responds to that my physical creation my weaving really responds to her so the moon is is one of the tools i use really regularly partly because my attention deficit ass can see her mm-hmm. so like, yeah, yeah i use her because i can see her up yeah. there all the time especially right now this oh, october this october is to, it it was 70 degrees today here in the pacific northwest i love some rain i could literally oh i could like, gab. We, yeah so but i think i think you've got a good start yeah. or a good uh validation or a good introduction I did disagree with you completely let me tell you so yeah. we'd love to hear from you i would also say i find the moon very helpful with money spells mm-hmm. silver coins baby oh yeah silver coins on a full moon hello abundance it's a good thing yeah I love her. I love her. And there are lots of great books out there. Drawing Mm -hmm. Down the Moon, Margaret Adler. It's a little bit dated, but there's some good stuff in there. I hesitate sometimes now to mention the books that I learned with because there's all this controversy around it and so many of them. And I know we all have different opinions, but I have to tell you, Silver Raven Wolf really, even though I have grown since then and I don't agree with absolutely everything now, a lot of it I still do. Yeah. And she was incredibly influential. And I just, I don't want to throw her under the bus. You know, I I just, yeah. I do want to also say there is a lot of gendered language around the moon. Yeah. Now, as with all things with magic, that is an energy that anybody can work Mm -hmm. with and access. And if that language does not feel good to you, change the language you yeah. use you can always use a gender neutral they that is totally fine when you're working with an energy but know that the energies are distinct and just work with them in the way that feels right and good to you yeah i i've been thinking a lot about the divine feminine and i and why i identify so much with 
with being a woman and mm. what does that mean to right. be a woman? Is it because of culture? Is it because because I'm really attached to it? Is yeah. it because I'm old and I like the, you know, is it because I fought so hard for women's rights? Sure. You know, that's probably a part of it. But I've been thinking a lot about the divine feminine and the divine masculine mm-hmm. and how to... When I use it personally, of course, I'm going to keep using Divine Feminine. But if I want to use it publicly, I've been looking around for other traits that we consider feminine that aren't derogatory, like weak or meek or or whatever bullshit like that. But soft, you know, the divine softness, Mm, uh, you know, the divine depth of emotion. And for, for men, the divine masculine, the divine directness. And here's the thing masculine and feminine and we're taking it into those other words Mm -hmm. guess what yeah we all have that they apply to everyone non-binary doesn't matter which is why although i will use it for me yeah it's why you want to might want to find other words because that all those aspects that we have labeled as a culture feminine and masculine belong to absolutely everybody yep we are individually we are all a little speck on a spectrum yeah we are I think sexuality is like that, too. Every We are a speck on a spectrum, and that applies to everything. Everything is a spectrum. Binaries are harmful. You know how I feel about binaries. (laughs) And I'm still working on it. My my older brain. Yesterday, in a group that I'm a part of, we had a conversation about gender a little bit. It came up. I always, I've used the phrase, hey, wonderful humans. And the reason I started using that Mm -hmm. was when I met my very first gender fluid person Mm. and I didn't know that existed. I was so terrified of misgendering them. Mm -hmm. And then I became terrified of what if there are people in the classroom and I just don't know about it. So instead of saying ladies and gentlemen, I started saying good morning, wonderful humans. And then then at some point, one of the students very later on after this had become much more mainstream, uh, us knowing about it was like, well, what if I'm an alien? Well, then I just misidentified you. I apologize. (laughs) But y'all and folks and distinguished guests Mm -hmm. are all perfectly good. I say y'all and folks a lot. Yeah, but this is so still in my uh, my fifty four year old brain is that after I talked about it, I dreamt about that person yeah. last night, the very first person I met. Yeah, who was a student, and now, anyway, that I think that's all I have. Yeah, same. All right, I'm gonna go outside and look at the beautiful full moon. All right, and well, eat tacos. Do you want to send up some sparks first? Oh yeah, that's probably a good idea. All right. You want to go first or do you want me to? Sure, I'll go first. So my spirit is a company called Hello Dawn Cosmetics. It's a black-owned cosmetics company. It is, the tagline is makeup with lore. Makeup with lore. So let me read just the first little bit of their about us. Long ago, in your deepest of dreams, we used to travel the realm. Oh, the adventures we had. We would zip line through the misty jungle, cloud jump to lunch, tuck the sleepy willows into bed, and more. Most importantly, we would watch as dusk and dawn waltzed together to welcome a new day. So basically, there are collections of cosmetics that have fantasy stories, which I think is just an incredibly cool collaboration of concepts. Like, I 
love that that kind of storytelling is a thing that is being done because I've never thought of that ever. And it's just so neat. So please, please, please go check out HelloDawn.com. Shop HelloDawn.com because they've got like Celestial Sunset Blush Palette, Your Guardian Angel Hand Mirror, the full angel makeup collection. Like there's High Tides Sacrifice Liquid Matte Lipstick. Like it's so rich and it's really reasonably priced. Like, I haven't swatched any of it yet because I'm waiting for payday, but it's beautiful stuff. So please, please, please go check it out. That's great. I get, And I will. That sounds fun. Yeah. I want to go just read their website. I want to get this lipstick. It's called Ocean's Abyss Liquid Matte Lipstick. And it comes in this little, the, the packaging of it is like a, it looks like a onyx crystal almost. Wow. It's so cool. It's such cool stuff. Please, please, please go check them out. Well, speaking of gendered, I'm going to talk about Wee Moon. I don't know why I stopped getting this calendar. I went to Llewellyn, got both of them for a while, and then I had to choose probably financially and otherwise. But they put out a calendar that is all based around the astrological calendar, and it's a way of life, and it is divine feminine focused. And I'm looking through or was looking through their website today. They are still kind of focused there. This is what they say. We moon culture exists in the diversity of oneness of our experience as women. We honor both. We come from many different ways of life. At the same time as we moon, we share a common mother root. As makers of We Moon, we are delighted when We Moon, from varied backgrounds, contribute art and writing. We Moon does not support or condone cultural appropriation. We do not knowingly publish oppressive or appropriative content of any kind. And we invite you to share your work with respect for both cultural integrity and creative inspiration. And I did check out to make sure that they what they meant by that trans women are women they just don't have to say it because they're women yeah they're saying that good (laughs) yeah this art is gorgeous it is isn't it and it's different people every time i i still have my 2002 i ran across it when i was moving because i keep all my i keep all my almanacs y'all i just i do eventually they'll come back around to being correct i know there you go and uh, anyway they're great their calendar is great. I'm going to order one this year, so I'll put it up on Instagram at some point when I get it. And yeah, that's because we were talking about the moon. I thought of them, and that's my spark. I love that. We okay. moon calendar. Here's what else I love. Their astrological dates are in Pacific Standard Time. <laughs> Thank you very much. Which is great if you're on the Pacific yes. Coast. Thank you. Because it's really hard to find stuff that is. That's true. It's yeah. usually in like East Coast mm. or Central or whatever. Always in East Coast. Almost yeah. always. Thanks, Corey. Hey, thank you. This was fun. Yeah, definitely. We'd love to hear from you. But until next time, be well, act with intention, and don't forget that you are magic. 
Thank you so much for listening. Please, if you are so inclined, follow us on our socials, which is Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Bonfire Babble Podcast. You can also follow us or join us on Patreon at Bonfire Babble Witches and our website at bonfirebabble.com. You can also join our community on Discord by clicking the link in our link tree. If you're into snail mail, you can send us that at P.O. Box 16341, Seattle, Washington, 98116. And if you want to do that electronic thing, we're at bonfirebabblepodcast at gmail.com. Please also, if you have a moment, leave us a rating or a review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen. It helps us out. It also helps other people find us. Yeah, and if you do it on Apple where you can actually write something, we will shout you out your name. Thank you again for listening. Bonfire Babble Podcast recognizes that we live and record on the traditional lands of the Duwamish tribe. We honor their past and present stewardship of the beautiful land and the life-giving energy they provide. To learn more about the tribe, go to realrentduwamish.org.